Welcome to Behind the Bookshelves. My name is Richard Davis, and this Abe Books podcast series is dedicated to telling the stories behind books and the people who love them. Today, we're keeping it in the family and talking about fathers and sons who wrote. Sons who have followed in their literary father's footsteps and become authors are surprisingly common. Perhaps it's the genes. Perhaps it was inspiring to see father hammer away at the typewriter for hour after hour. Let's start with the war family. The wars have been producing writers for four generations. First was Arthur War, who broke from the family tradition of medicine and became an influential columnist, publisher and author. He wrote the first biography of Alfred Lord Tennyson in 1892. Arthur's two sons, Alec and Evelyn, continued their father's legacy, with bestsellers like Alec's Island in the Sun and Evelyn's Brideshead Revisited. Evelyn's son, Auburn, and you don't get many Auburns these days, had big shoes to fill, but continued the family tradition, writing five novels and creating the Bad Sex Awards, which annually recognises the worst description of sex in a novel. Oberon's son, Alexander, represents the fourth generation and is responsible for the family biography, Fathers and Sons. Next is Kingsley Amis and Martin Amis. Father Kingsley and son Martin are a tough one-two punch. Together, this pair is responsible for more than 30 novels. Kingsley's debut novel was Lucky Jim, and Martin's blockbusters have included Money, and London Fields, and he's written many short stories and poems. Kingsley was a prolific drinker. Martin is famous for being, well, let's say, a disruptive force with strong opinions. And now for the Americans. We have Stephen King and Joe Hill. Joe Hill is the pen name of Joseph Hillstrom King, the eldest son of Stephen King. Joe began writing in 1997 and managed to rack up a number of awards before Variety magazine broke his cover and he was forced to confirm that he was in fact related to the author of The Stand, Carry It and all those other bestsellers. Joe Hill's debut novel, Heart Shaped Box, won a Stoker Award for being the best first novel and he's very much his own man. Meanwhile, in France, we have Alexander Dumas Père and Alexander Dumas Fille. The elder Alexander Dumas is one of the most famous writers in French literature, thanks to books like The Three Musketeers and The Count of Monte Cristo. And at the time he conceived his son, French law allowed the father to take the child from his mother, which he did. This experience inspired Dumas Fille, the son, to blend tragic female characters into his writing. The best-known book of younger Dumas is The Lady of the Camellias, which influenced Giuseppe Verdi to write La Traviata. Back in England, we have H.G. Wells and Anthony West. While H.G. Wells was married to Amy Robbins, he had several affairs, including with novelist Rebecca West, which resulted in the birth of Anthony West, who says authors are dull. H.G. Wells, of course, is remembered for The Invisible Man, 
The Island of Dr Moreau, and War of the Worlds, but Antony wrote over a dozen books himself, including a biography of his father called H.G. Wells' Aspects of Life. And now to Canada, where we have Mordecai Richler and his five children, all authors. Mordecai wrote dozens of books, including the Jacob Tutu children's series, many adult fiction books, including Barney's version, and non-fiction works on travel and snooker. The Richlers are a complete literary family, with Mordecai having passed his writing gene onto all five of his kids. Daniel Richler wrote a novel called Kicking Tomorrow. Emma Richler wrote a short story collection called Sister Crazy and a novel called Feed My Dear Dogs. Jacob Richler was the inspiration for the Jacob Tutu series and has written for magazines and newspapers. Noah Richler is a radio host who wrote This Is My Country, What's Yours? A Literary Atlas of Canada. And Martha Richler writes, draws cartoons for newspapers. South of the border, we have William F. Buckley and Christopher Buckley. William F. Buckley, who died in 2008, was one of America's best-known conservative authors during the Reagan era and onwards. He was the author of more than 50 books on writing, speaking, history, politics and even sailing. He also tried his hand at fiction with a series of novels about a CIA agent called Blackford Oaks. His son Christopher is a political satirist and his books include Thank You for Smoking and Little Green Men. Back in London we have Charles Dickens and Charles Dickens Jr. continuing the ridiculous and confusing tradition of naming children after yourself. We all know Charles Dickens. Charles Dickens Jr. was his father's first child and worked as an editor for his dad's magazine before getting into the business of writing dictionaries. A bit dull, but it paid the bills. He went on to finish two dictionaries, Dickens's Dictionary of London and Dickens's Dictionary of the Thames. Back in the US, we have John Updike and David Updike. John Updike had four children with his first wife, Mary Pennington, David, Michael, Miranda and Elizabeth. David followed in his father's footsteps and had several short stories published in The New Yorker, as well as a collection called Out in the Marsh. He's also written for children. You are probably noticing that it's very hard for sons to match the literary achievements of their dads. And finally, John Steinbeck, and John Steinbeck IV, and Thomas Steinbeck. John Steinbeck won the Nobel and Pulitzer Prizes. He had two sons, Thomas and John IV. Thomas wrote numerous screenplays and documentaries and a book of short stories called Down to a Soundless Sea. John Steinbeck IV served in Vietnam as a war correspondent. And that's ten pairs of fathers and sons who wrote. And that's all we have time for today. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.